When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. SCP-1548 The Star, The Hateful Our sun is considered by most people to be a pretty good thing. It provides warmth and light for our planet, and we'd be in rough shape without it. The SCP universe has toyed with the sun in various ways, from making it responsible for a nightmarish apocalypse to containing various deities. SCP-1548 is perhaps its most useful interpretation, however, and showcases a rather dire situation. I'll note that this entry has nothing to do with the original Hateful Star SCP that some might be familiar with, but is unique in its own right. SCP-1548 is not a designation for the sun itself, but rather for various solar phenomena, that occur on the surface of the sun, primarily around its southern pole. There are three types of 1548 events, one being a series of six massive sunspots that connect to one another after 23 hours, often accompanied by the formation of a gaseous projection from the sun's surface. This projection is notable as it takes the shape of various thaumaturgic symbols, or magical symbols in layman's terms. This is then followed by a coronal mass ejection, a large expulsion of plasma from the sun's corona. The second event is similar to the first, but the projections break off from the surface and move away from it into space. The third event involves sunspots on the sun's surface itself, forming into the shapes of thaumaturgic symbols. These can occur at any point on the surface of the sun. These symbols come in a large variety of forms, some of them identified by the Foundation, many of them not. One of the symbols, if inscribed onto a telescopic device by a person with thaumaturgic abilities, will allow them to see psionic entities with malicious intent towards the user. If the individual does not have any psionic abilities of their own, After four hours of use, they will begin to experience symptoms of psychosis. Another symbol is much more blatantly useful, as when it's affixed or projected onto a material, it strengthens the material, enhancing its ability to absorb kinetic or electromagnetic energy, and also allows it to be hidden from sight. Another symbol, when affixed to a weapon of any type, will cause the area around any entity killed with the weapon to be annihilated, proportional to the size of the entity killed. Materials enhanced with the previous symbol are conveniently unaffected by this annihilation zone. So far, 61% of observed symbols on 1548 pertain to the anomalous religion and mythology of the Ortothans. Let's take a brief intermission then and talk about the Church of the Second Hytoth and the Ortothans, as they are rather relevant to SCP-1548. 
The core belief of the Church of the Second Hytoth is that this universe we exist in is actually the second of its kind, the Second Hytoth, and that the first Hytoth was devoured by some sort of entity from outside the universe. This sort of general concept is found in various places throughout the SCP universe, and if you've seen my video on Pattern Screamers, the concept is likely exceptionally familiar to you. The difference with the Church is that they seek to support a sort of universal guardian deity, whom they refer to as Rakmu Luzin. Rakmu Luzin was apparently a former survivor of the previous universe that managed to escape the destruction and come to the newly created Second Hytoth, along with a number of others. Seven of these survivors, including Rakmu Luzin, made the choice to ascend to godhood in order to protect this new universe from the extra-universal threats, known as Vorotut. Six of these gods, however, have died, leaving only Rakmu Luzin left. The Ortothans, those that support Rakmu Luzin, are proficient in thaumaturgy and the occult, and a handful of SCPs have been found connected to their efforts to keep Rakmu Luzin alive often through providing him blood. It's believed that Ortothans exist in various places throughout our galaxy, and possibly beyond, but we'll save the rest of that discussion for another video. So, we have a star in our solar system that is suddenly starting to project magical symbols on its surface that are connected with a group devoted to protecting our universe from some horrific threat. These symbols were first observed in 1983, despite Ortothan beliefs existing on Earth for thousands of years. In 2016, however, a number of 1548 events occurred in rapid succession, displaying various thaumaturgic symbols, as well as a number of non-anomalous phrases and symbols in the Ortothan language related to protection. Over the next month, a dense cloud of ionizing radiation began forming around the solar system. By the end of January, this cloud had become dense enough to the point where no outside light could penetrate our solar system. Foundation telescopes have observed patterns within the cloud related to thaumaturgy. In other words, the night sky is now completely dark aside from objects within our own system and no telescope can see the rest of our galaxy. This was of course noticed by the rest of the world, and so the Foundation began distributing false scientific information, claiming the solar system had entered a dense cloud of cosmic dust. Any and all accurate scientific information about the radiation cloud is censored by the Foundation's protocols. Unfortunately, the Foundation would soon have even more to cover up, as a number of anomalous events would start to crop up after the appearance of the radiation cloud. A spacecraft launched by SpaceX, heading towards the International Space Station, was suddenly cut in half, with half of the craft anomalously disappearing, resulting in the death of the entire crew. Radio signals were received soon afterward from outside of the cloud, although they matched no known language. A few days later, the International Space Station itself began broadcasting visual and audio cognitohazards. Anyone exposed to these hazards would enter a trance state, 
and eventually their brains would inexplicably vanish. Two hours after the space station began broadcasting, a spike in thaumaturgic particles was detected coming from the sun, which seemed to have caused the space station to abruptly change trajectory towards re-entering the Earth's atmosphere, which will certainly cause its destruction. SCP-2713 was then found to be empty, with signs of a significant struggle occurring inside. 2713 is essentially an anomalous extra-dimensional nightclub, where astronomical bodies, notably stars, seem to interact together in humanoid forms. It's pretty much as strange as it sounds, but something cleared it out, violently. A few days after that, a portal opened near a political demonstration in Berlin, and the head of the Church of the Second Hightoth stepped out of it. He announced to the protesters that a shelter had been built, leading all of the individuals present to follow him back through the portal, including two undercover Foundation agents, after which the portal closed again. On January 10th, 2017, an anomalous weapon of mass destruction was detonated in the middle of Times Square, killing an undetermined amount of people and destroying the entirety of Midtown Manhattan. A high number of demonic possessions and entities have been observed around the epicenter, and people connected to the chaos insurgency blamed the event on a global shadow organization. It's unclear who they're exactly referring to. SCP-179 mentioned in my Beneficial SCPs video, is a humanoid entity located within our solar system that has, through various gestures, warned Earth in the past of incoming threats. She has claimed to be the Sister of the Sun, and on January 19th, she sent a final gesture signifying the word Defend, before descending into the surface of the Sun and vanishing. The frequency of 1548 events increased dramatically after she did so. A number of paramilitary groups, working for both anomalous organizations and various governments, attempt to use the chaotic situation to further their own goals, forcing the Foundation and the GOC to work together to combat them. On January 22nd, an anomaly on the moon, SCP-2821, that appears as a spherical, true vacuum, suddenly expanded to 1.7 kilometers in diameter before vanishing. A nearby Foundation facility lost a number of personnel and anomalies, and it's theorized that 2821 formed a wormhole, leading to another region of the universe. 2821 is believed to be the creation and residence of a patterned screamer, so it's possible that it fled some sort of imminent danger. SCP-3417 is an extraterrestrial entity located near the center of the Milky Way, and the Foundation has received communications from it in the past, transmitted in an unknown dialect of the Orthothan language. These transmissions usually amount to what is essentially Orthothan scripture, but on January 25th, 2017, a much different transmission was received. This message began by saying that all Orthothans must listen now, as stars have been lost, and it mentions the first invasion, presumably of the first universe. 
It calls all of the Ortothans to band together to defend existence, as the gods need their help. United, they are strong. The transmission ends rather abruptly, but it's pretty clear at this point that something very bad is occurring. The Foundation works with the GOC and various governments to try and cover up as much as possible, but the Latvian, Estonian, and Georgian governments begin declassifying documents on anomalies known to them. We learn that in 2000, a Foundation probe was sent on a path into deep space in order to learn about potential anomalies beyond our solar system. On the 27th of January, as the probe was about to pass through the radiation cloud and leave our solar system, two 1548 events occurred, with one of the projections launching out towards the probe. We're given a log of the probe's journey through the cloud. 100 kilometers away from the cloud, it appears to be glowing a dull orange color, and highly complex geometric shapes can be seen forming on its surface. Connection with the probe is lost as it passed through the cloud, but later re-established. The radiation had damaged many pieces of equipment on the probe, but a camera was still functioning. The other side of the cloud looks like a mass of high-energy solar flares, encompassing the entire boundary of the solar system. Thousands of thaumaturgic symbols are present in the cloud, with the ones that could be identified signifying camouflage and warding sigils used by the Orthothans against extra-universal threats. In the distance, swarms of entities can be seen surrounding our solar system, with sizes ranging from 10 kilometers to 10,000 kilometers, with some even significantly larger. Two of these entities pass by the probe, one of them some sort of eel with five arms, a mouth made of impossible geometric structures, and a flickering body, and the other an oscillating and contorting tetrahedral object that leaves a trail of disintegrating black rocks. The two entities are heading towards an expanding hole in the cloud created by the probe. The thaumaturgic symbols on the cloud begin to glow releasing shockwaves that slow the entities, but one still manages to make it through the hole. The hole rapidly begins to close, and the entity disappears out of the probe's sight, as beams of thaumaturgic energy emit from the cloud and vaporize the second entity. The projection from the 1548 event finally reaches the probe at this point, and contact is permanently lost. Well, that's certainly a pretty bad situation. Our small solar system is surrounded by countless nightmarish entities that, if the Orthothans are to be believed, have already destroyed one universe and are ready to destroy the second. The sun seems to be doing a serviceable job of protecting us, but things look dire. The probe had received another transmission from the SCP-3417 entity, but things seem even stranger. The message reads that all Orthothans should unite somewhere, and the extra-universal invasion lessens. The gods have protected them, and Orthothans shall survive. Seven minutes later, the message continues by saying that Rakmu Luzin is dead. 
a minute later, it says that the gods have lost, the Milky Way is lost, and the universe is unprotected. It then immediately changes to say that the universe is not lost, and Ortothans are not lost, before cutting out completely. This seems like a rather contradictory message, both providing hope and dashing it in the same sentence. The transmission, however, ends with a sequence of spiral patterns and an encrypted image, which, when decrypted, shows an entity resembling the one located inside that true vacuum on the moon, SCP-2821. In other words, that pattern screamer wasn't fleeing, but traveled to SCP-3417 in order to make it send transmissions that would either lead the remaining Orthothans into a trap or cause them to give up. SCP-3417 is now pending reclassification to neutralize. You might recall that eel entity that slipped through the cloud. Unfortunately, it wasn't destroyed, but rather it arrived in our solar system and single-handedly destroyed Pluto. The Foundation sent out an orbital vessel equipped with anomalous weapon and propulsion systems to take it out. The vessel lasted 10 minutes, after which all communication was lost. Footage from a probe show the vessel and the entity being surrounded by a black substance and vanishing. Two hours later, this substance dissipated, and the vessel was seen accelerating towards Mars at near light speeds, with an organic mass resembling the eel attached to it. Thirty minutes later, the vessel collided with Mars, creating a 400-kilometer-wide crater, ionizing the atmosphere and turning the surface into a molten mass. The surface of Mars began converting into some sort of black organic substance spreading out from the crater. The largest 1548 event on record occurred at this point, sending out a massive solar flare towards Mars, which by this point was already half-converted into the black substance. A violent explosion occurred, Mars lit up like the sun, and the remains of Mars are expected to form into an asteroid belt within the next few months. Finally, we're given one last picture, taken by the probe before the Foundation lost communication. The picture is of part of the universe, which should be filled with countless galaxies and stars. As it is, however, the picture only shows two distant lights remaining, all that's left of our infinite, ever-expanding universe. The log ends by saying that the Foundation's main priority can no longer be secrecy. All of these logs were being viewed by a member of the O5 Council, and we see that their vote is the tiebreaker on two important Council decisions related to this situation. One of these decisions is to end the Veil Protocol, which would mean the Foundation drops the Masquerade of Secrecy, allowing the world to know what is happening. The other decision is to reclassify SCP-1548 as Thaumiel, and to begin manually inducing 1548 events, which presumably would be rather beneficial, if the Orthothans are to be believed. The O5 member logs off of the terminal without voting, however, 
leaving things in an ambiguous state. SCP-1548 is hardly the first SCP that leaves us with the world or universe in a questionable position, but that does mean things are left to your imagination. Perhaps this situation was resolved, the world united and supported the final Orthothan god, and we defeated the threats. Perhaps we ended up losing, but just like before, another universe was made, and maybe the Foundation managed to use an anomaly to make things as they were. 1548 is certainly not like many other SCPs. Combining rampant science fiction with extra-universal aliens and magical gods of protection. I'll leave final judgments up to you, but it's these sort of examples of wild and unimaginable situations that make the SCP universe so unique.